Hey there, and welcome back to the Book of Baseball. Today's Monday, April 4th, and today I'll be talking about what comes next for teams in the American League West. Okay, let's get right to it. The Texas Rangers were the worst team in the AL West last year. They went 60-102, and 102, but they had the biggest offseason of any team. They spent the most out of any organization. In fact, they spent so much, they spent more than the next two teams uh, combined. That would be the Mets and the Dodgers. Over 86% of the $580 million they spent is from Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. But they also did sign Cole Calhoun, John Gray, and Martin Perez, and they traded for Mitch Garver. There were some highlights on the current roster from last year in 2021. Adolis Garcia had a breakout year. He hit 31 home runs, which was the most by a rookie outfielder. I'd say going into 2022, they have a lot of new talent, but they're in an increasingly competitive division. Best case scenario, I think they can make the wild card. Uh, snag that third spot. Worst case scenario is a fourth place finish. No matter what, though, I think they'll improve from dead last, which is what they got last year. Then the Angels, they went 77 and 85. When both Trout and Otani are healthy, I think they're one of the most exciting teams in baseball. Otani's coming off his MVP season, but Trout only did play 36 games last year. He's somehow an all-star, though. Jared Walsh had another good year, hitting 29 home runs with an 850 OPS. As for the pitching, Otani's obviously their ace. They made some acquisitions over the offseason, though. They signed Michael Lorenzen to a one-year $7 million contract, and they signed Noah Syndergaard to a one-year $21 million contract, despite the fact he's played two games in the last two years. As for the bullpen, they re-signed Rasiel Iglesias, and they added Aaron Loop, Ryan Tapera, and Archie Bradley. Best case scenario, I think they could make it to the ALDS, whether that be by winning the division, which I definitely think they have the talent to do, or as a wild card team. Worst case scenario is a fourth place finish. Then the Athletics, they went 86 and 76 last year. They are definitely the biggest teardown of the offseason. Four of their top five players in war last year are now gone. They got a haul of prospects back, though, from trading Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, Sean Manaya, Chris Bassett, and others. Some highlights include catcher Shea Langoliers, who's ranked 59th overall by MLB Pipeline, and Christian Pache, former Braves outfielder who debuted in 2020, but his rookie status is still intact. However, Pache's negative career OPS isn't a great sign so far. Frankie Montas is the only likely trade candidate left on the roster, and I really wonder how long he'll stay with them. He finished sixth in Cy Young voting last year and started an American League leading 32 games, so they should probably cash in on his value soon. Best case scenario, I'd say new prospects do well and develop, and they get something good back for Frankie Montas. Worst case scenario, underperformance from their new prospects and a 100-loss season. Though, I guess if they're tanking, better draft position can't hurt. I'll be back with the top two teams after this. Okay, the second team in the AL West was the Seattle Mariners. They went 90-72. and 72. 
My favorite team, they're one of the biggest surprises of 2021. They did make some really good offseason moves, the most expensive of which being Robbie Ray to bolster their rotation. They also traded for A. Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker. Winker was quietly a top 20 player last year, or top 20 hitter, hitting above 300 with the 140 OPS plus. While Suarez has struggled the last couple of years, he, he's finished uh, top 20 in the MVP voting twice, and he's hit the second most home runs out of any player over the last three seasons. Julio Rodriguez made uh, recently made the opening day roster, which is really exciting, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how younger talents like uh, Jared Kellenick, Logan Gilbert, and Matt Brash progress throughout the season. Best case scenario, I'd say they end the 20-year playoff drought. Obviously, as a fan, I want them to do well, and I definitely hope they make it to the playoffs. Worst case scenario, though, finish fourth behind the rising Angels and Rangers. Definitely a possibility for a lot of teams in this competitive division. Then the number one team, the Houston Astros, went 95-67. and 67. Despite the cheating scandal, the Astros have been arguably the most dominant franchise over the last five years. They've made the ALCS each of the last five seasons, three times making it to the World Series, and once winning it all, albeit a championship with an asterisk. Correa leaving really hurts, but they still have a very good lineup. Yuli Gurriel was the AL batting champ last year. Altuve had another amazing year, and Kyle Tucker was very good. A pitching staff led by Lance McCullers Jr. allowed the sixth least runs per game. Best case scenario, make it to the World Series, as they've done many times recently. But I don't know if they have the talent to win it, especially against a team like the Dodgers or the Giants or the Mets. Worst case scenario is an early playoff exit, even as a wild card. I don't know if they're good enough to win this division anymore, but uh, I definitely think they'll make the playoffs. I don't uh, see how they miss it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It was written, recorded, and produced by me, Cam Weld. Thank you to Baseball Reference and Fangraphs for providing resources for today's episode. If you enjoyed, please rate and review wherever you get your podcast. And as always, I'll see you in the next one.